Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Joining us on the line right now is uh, my buddy John Bucci-Gras from ESPN. Bucci, sorry, pal. We got working on other stuff, and I got behind the clock there. I apologize. You know hockey people are never late, Dale. I know, and then and, and we always wear ties, too. We're never late, and we wear ties and stuff. <laughs> well, it's great to be on the show. I listen to you guys uh, every afternoon as I, as I roll around rural Connecticut before I head to work at night. I appreciate it. Uh, are the Bruins going to end up with Kevin Shattenkirk? Well, obviously, defense is a need. Uh, they have plenty of cap space. Um, you know, Chara comes off the books after next year as well, so there's more stuff that comes off. Again, it's a heavy need that they have. Um, you know, foot speed is obviously a concern back there, as it is. Um, obviously, Kevin runs a great power play. He's a high-end offensive player. He would be their best offensive defenseman from a you know, from a power play standpoint. Um, it would be a, it's going to be a big number, whatever it is. I'm, I guess, seven-ish at least. Um, so, you know, do they want to go that route? Or do they want to continue the development stage um, with their whole organization? They have decent depth up and down, just lacking perhaps that huge star. Certainly they hope McAvoy can be that kind of a big-time star if he can develop there. One of the young guys, certainly the one that might do it the first. One of the things we talk a lot about on the show is the gap between the Warriors and everybody else in the NBA. In the NHL, what is the gap, you think, between the Penguins and a team, say, like the Bruins or other playoff teams in the Eastern Conference? Uh, I would say the gap is – obviously, the gap is pretty big Um, right now for the Penguins and the Brewers. It's not monumental. Obviously, Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron are, you know, high, high high-end players. Um, But, you know, when you go Malkin and Crosby to start with, that's just a twosome that nobody can really contend with when you talk about centers. Um, And those guys make people so much better, they can kind of deal with wingers who aren't quite – you know, high-end wingers to still produce and win and score goals. And they, you know, the, the Bruins, obviously, that's another area of weakness outside of Marshand, who's one of the best wingers in the game. It's, it's just wingers that David Krejci can make better and, and produce points, not 40, 50 points with a $7 million cap hit. Um, so the gap is, is obviously big right now between the Penguins uh, and the Bruins. We'll see after free agency what happens. Although the Penguins have a decent amount of cap space because of Flurry. Um, gone now. That kind of works out well for them. So they're still going to be good for, you know, they probably have a really good three-year window to go with, you know, Crosby just turning 30 this August, Malkin right there, Latang will be back next year, obviously, and Murray, I think, is a high-end goaltender, probably underappreciated. So it's still pretty large right now for the Bruins and the Penguins. We're talking to John Buchegras from ESPN. Uh, you are my, you and Billy Jaffe are my go-to guys when it comes to college hockey. And it seems as though Don Sweeney's putting a lot of eggs in the in the you know young prospect basket. You've got Charlie McAvoy who came up here late last year. Anders Bjork now comes in from Notre Dame. Jacob Forsbacka Carlson is going to be expected to make a real rush to make this team. Can you can you build a franchise the way Don Sweeney is doing this? You can. They're great. They're great pieces, like the Penguins have shown. Um, they're guys who are are older. Uh, they have a you know they're obviously the fact that they just go to college. And our students shows a certain level of responsibility and intellect that they can, you know, take classes and pass them and keep 
and keep moving on, you know, different semesters and uh, continuing on through school. So there's something there. They play fewer games. Obviously, they can get stronger. And so, yeah, I, I think they're good pieces. Um, you know, the, the, the superstars will be rare. Eichel was the one and done at BU. Uh, but, you know, those are rare. That The college guys, I think, you know, are, are really good players uh, to kind of fit because I think really all of them are high character. But, you know, they can skate. They might be smaller. But, you know, when you play college, you play against men because it is older than juniors, which is 16 through 20. You get a lot of college teams with 22, 23-year-olds. So it's a great way to develop players. You, you get guys. There's good, really good coaches in college hockey. So uh, it, it's just a real good way to use it as a minor league system. You draft, put them down there, scout them, not only them, but other people's players. And, and so, yeah, so it's almost like talking. You know, you, you just kind of, you know, you kind of fit them in where you need them. And, uh, but the superstars are still going to come from that top, you know, five overall positions. Most teams in the NBA and NHL, when you win a championship, they almost always have a number one or number two or number three overall player on their team you know teams uh, it's rare when they don't what did you think of the joe thornton brent burns body issue and then also <laughs> uh, where do you think joe thornton ends up i think thornton's gonna uh stay in san jose i think that's his preference i think he likes it there um you know patrick marlowe's thinking about offers whether does he leave or does he stay there for you know a couple years and finish his career there or does he go somewhere else and maybe try a little rebirth for a couple of years? You know, if he stays, you know, maybe you know Thornton's probably feeling that. I think it'll be very popular in a lot of different situations, especially with a one-year deal, not too expensive. Now that he primarily plays wing, um, but yeah, that, that that body issue is becoming a almost buzzier than the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue these days. <laughs> um, it's just unique. Julian Edelman also playing part of it as well. But uh, yeah, Thornton's in great shape for his age. And uh, and he, him and Burns are just great friends. When I covered the World Cup in Toronto last September, they're walking out of you know restaurants, walking across the street. The beards are so identifiable, and <laughs> and a couple of goofball Canadians just walking around. They're just they're a perfect team. I'd be surprised if they would leave each other. Speaking of great shape for his age, Zdeno Chara will be 40 this year, going into the last year of his contract, an affordable year at four million a year. What are the chances the Bruins look to extend him by a year or two? Good call. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, I I wonder if they want to cut bait. You know, make Bergeron captain and and kind of have McAvoy kind of take over, slowly in a leadership role. Um, you know, he's still pretty good last year. Double digit goals. You know, for Zidane, ten goals. Um, only one in the power play. Uh, not not a lot of power play production, but that you know, and that may continue to go down if, if they opt for a crew McAvoy combo back there when they go 2D uh, for the first unit. But you know, 29 points, not terrible. Still, you know, still plays in mid 70 games. His minutes will obviously come down as he gets older here. But that'll be an interesting call. You know, uh, they want to split from the past and kind of make that new forge. You know, what what how how does he? He seems like a great leader and a, and a good guy dealing with. Uh, younger players. Um, I hear he doesn't always tip well, so I don't know how that plays. But oh. uh, you know, uh, it's, it'll be a tough call for for Sweeney how he wants to play that. I'm sure he'll just monitor it. And Chara could be a guy someone might look at the deadline too, with becoming a UFA, an older guy. If the Bruins are in a position where they aren't a, a contender, um, so you know, someone might see Chara as a real good uh, playoff fit, um, especially a really good team to put back there in the final two pair, or even as a, a, a three-four guy. There's no doubt about the upside for Charlie McAvoy. But I said last year, and, and even with McAvoy, Zdeno Chara was the best defenseman the Bruins had. 
Yeah, it's going to be hard for McAvoy to walk in and do things right away, and I think it's actually going to be harder this year. It's kind of easy to go in during the playoffs, very low expectations, tons of adrenaline and energy. Uh, it, it, it's the everyday. It, it's the, you know, the – the November game against the Blue Jackets in Columbus on a Wednesday. Are you going to be in there 100% focused and play that good game where adrenaline's not really going to be a part of the equation? Um, that's going to be the thing. But as soon as he played his first game at BU, I said, boy, he reminds me a lot of uh, Drew Doughty. He's uh, ultra-competitive. He'll make, like, suspension-worthy penalties on occasion because he's so competitive. He'll go after people. He's absolutely fearless in the offensive end. Um, he is going to be so much fun to watch. He'll become one of the most popular Bruins quickly. And that's what's great about the Bruins these last few years. They've had you know good players, but also just entertaining players like Marchand and even when they had Lucic. Uh, they were good and entertaining, and McAvoy adds to that. And, uh, and that, that's to me, that's an underrated part of being a fan of the team, having players like you love, like with Ben Attende and Betsnell and the Red Sox, and having guys who are good but then are also entertaining. Uh, someone who's very entertaining is Yarmir Yager. He had a great tweet last night about uh, all the GMs that called him in 1994, a picture of him with his shirt off there, and then a picture of him now saying how no GMs have called him as he is a free agent here in 2017. Sounds like he wants to play until he's 50. I guess, do you think he can do that, and where do you think he ends up playing next season? Yeah, he's 45. He'll turn 46 next February. Um, you know, He played every game last year. And when these NBA players were taking breaks, I kept tweeting out that, you know, the, the 45-year-old playing every game and uh, had 16 goals. Uh, you know, 46 points, still pretty productive. I, I went to a game in New York, a Rangers game, and, and sat kind of behind one of the nets, but, you know, about halfway up, a good distance up. And just to watch him in person is still – it's a marvel how well he gets around the ice, how smart he is. He's two passes ahead of every play. That's why he can play. Um, you know, when the people, players are young, are young, you kind of you don't appreciate how smart they are and how ahead of the game they are. And for him, you know, you don't realize that when he was so young, winning, you know, scoring title after scoring title, you know, five of them over a seven-year period. And then now that's why he can still play. He's just – it's unbelievable to go watch him in person. So I have little doubt he'll play next year. Um, it has to be the perfect fit. He has to play with good players, which he did in Florida. But um, I'm rooting for him. He's unbelievable uh, character. And he's like he's he's trending to become the greatest like winger in NHL history. Uh, that's kind of where he is, you know. I mean, he, he's just unbelievable. Seventeen hundred eleven games and seven hundred sixty five goals. John Butchagras is the best hockey guy at ESPN, and I'm not damning with faint praise because I know there's not a lot of you guys left, but <laughs> Thanks, Dale. still the best hockey guy at ESPN. Uh, and our hockey summit is still upcoming this summer. John, thanks for taking a few minutes. Awesome. Love you guys. Love Boston. Peace. Take care. That is uh, John Bouchagras, ESPN, joining us. Uh, The the tardiness of his appearance is totally my fault. We got a little (laughs) behind, and I apologize for that. Uh, Right back to your calls at 617-779-7937. Text line is 37937. We continue to talk about the Patriots receiving core and some other things on a Freestyle Friday. Sports Radio, WEEI.